Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Of us, we had some nicknames back then, but I think this is a better name, in fact. What do you think? Amen. Bring down anointing. Hallelujah. Well, it's a day of good news, and we just want to pray. Praise the Lord, the giver of all good gifts. Amen. Oh, just what we 
for me and removed her from the job. I thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? The Lord will fight for you. Amen. And the enemies that you see today, tomorrow you won't see them anymore. Hallelujah. Let's welcome Sister Aggie to give us. You know, this sister is somebody who really inspires me. Anytime I see her, when she comes for prayer meetings, I, I, I really get inspired. And I know that God is great. Anytime I see her. So let's welcome Sister Aggie to give us testimony. Hallelujah. 
So many things has happened in my life that will never take me away. But Lord, you are my joy and my strength. I will never go back anymore. So many things has happened in my life that will never take me away. But Lord, you are my joy and my strength. I will never go back anymore. No, 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 I will never go back anymore. No, 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 I will never go back anymore. Amen. I thank God. Somebody will ask, what is she going to be thankful for? For all these things she has been through. But the Bible says, in all things, give thanks. So I'm standing here thanking God. For the past four years, we have gone through a lot. Everybody knows what we've been through. But this year, what I want to say to thank God and be grateful to God it's when my mom passed away. And being the only child, how am I going? To, and the family I live in is a very poor family. And even if they have, they will pretend they don't even have it. So it's like everybody was looking at me. And how am I going to bury my mom, you know, going back home? But through God's grace and mercy, he provided. He provided. And I didn't even go and borrow you know, I went and buried my mother. And one thing I want to say to glorify God, the day uh, the, uh, about the funeral, when my husband, I left, when we went, thank God, and I turned the pastors through prayers. They were praying here, and I was praying over there because it wasn't easy what we've been through. I know the enemy is, was at work trying to disgrace us, put us into shame. But the Lord, who is merciful, saw us through. The day my, you know, the funeral, I went ahead, and my husband supposed to come later. So that Friday, when you know my mom was going to be laid, my husband and his sibling were coming. On the way coming, as soon as the senior brother told the one who was driving, said, "You know, all the family are in this car, so be careful." Within five minutes. Nowhere, a car came, just hit the car they were in, and the car damaged. At that time, I called my husband to bring some of my mom's stuff so they can use it on her. And I've been calling him, and he said, oh, we are on the way, we are on the way, we are on the way. And I didn't understand. He did later. Because I was so desperate, and the undertaker was asking me about the staff, and I keep on calling him. And he said, well, we were in an accident, and the car damaged. We couldn't come. And where the car came to hit was where my husband was sitting. Just right. The car couldn't move. They have to tow it. And later, they took another taxi and came. And I'm, I'm thanking God for delivering him because that very day when my mother was supposed to be buried, I could have buried my husband too. 
but the Lord who saw me through. I am standing here. The devil cannot break us because his grace is sufficient for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Wow. You see, we are, we are sharing all these testimonies so that you know that if he's done it for somebody, he will do it for you. Amen. That's the reason why we are sharing all these testimonies. We want to call on our brother, Mr. Joseph Asante, to come and give his testimony. Reverend. Hallelujah. I'm surprised many, uh, I, I'm, I will not be surprised many um, will be wondering why I'm here. Ordinarily, I will sit behind and watch. But um, sometimes the English language tends to get in the way. And <laughs> I, I would like to say it in my native language. Translated loosely, it means if something needs to be said, you say it. Okay. Um, it's for this reason why I'm here. If I had the power to hold back 2016, I probably would. Because sometimes it's like drawing water with a tumbler from um, a hydrant flowing at full bore. Sometimes I just can't keep up. And I don't know how, but for some reason, it's been success, 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 success. Please don't get me wrong. There's been instances where there's been failures. But that makes it more interesting. And so I would say, on behalf of myself, my spouse, unfortunately, she is working today. Um, and my children, Kedz and Kezia, and everybody in the church, I would say thank you, Lord, for being with us. And we continue to pray that the, the, uh, the days and years ahead of us, he will see us through. I would like to end it all by um, reading a text from the New Living Translation from, the, uh, for, from 1 Samuel 7:12, Samuel took a large, and I read um, the verse 12. Samuel then took a large stone and placed it between the two towns of Mizpah and Jasana. He named it Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. And yes, up to this point, this is how far the Lord has helped us. Amen. Hallelujah. He's made it very short. Amen. But I was going to give us a de uh, some details about some interview that, you know, was very powerful and God delivered him from. So I believe under time, 
Amen. All right, let's welcome our sister, Christy Kwansan, to give us her testimony. myself, do I really want to do this? But I had made a promise to God, and I want to fulfill that promise. Um, I wrote everything down because I don't want to take too much time, and I'm going to be very brief. Uh, God is a good, good father. So when this morning she was singing, um, um, Siobhan was singing, I said, God, this is a promise that I made that I will come before the congregation. Ever since I've been in Lighthouse, I've been in Lighthouse since I was a teenager, all the way from Kalibu, through London to all the places, and I'm here. I have never had the courage to stand and to give a testimony. But this is one promise I made to God, and I want to fulfill that promise. Um, most of you know my mom is ill, and it hasn't been easy, but the Lord has been my source of strength. There are times that I'll, go, I'll call Reverend and say, Reverend, I don't know, I don't want to see my mom suffering this way. But through it all, the God that we serve is a faithful God. Amen. Ephesians 1.18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen. I pray you can understand the confident hope God has given to us. Perhaps this is the reason why Paul consistently offered in his prayers to the Ephesians. He prayed two things, that God will give them spiritual wisdom and insight so they might grow in their knowledge of God and that their hearts will be flooded with light so they could understand the confident hope God had secured for them. More than anything else, Paul believed the church in Ephesus needed God's wisdom to engulf them so that they could hold fast to the hope God has promised is um, securely theirs. This hope the apostle knew would provide a bulwark, which is a defensive wall against all the sorrows and treacheries the years would surely bring. This hope, which only God could provide, would uphold them wherever it seemed they might be undone. This hope would radiate light from them whenever they felt lost in murkiness and darkness. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3 tells us, On the joys of those who delight in the law of the Lord, 
They are like trees planted along river banks, bearing fruit each season. The leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. The reality, however, is that every season doesn't feel or look the same, even for those who delight in the law of the Lord. And while it is true that believers in Jesus can learn to be content in various circumstances, some seasons require greater adjustments than others. In 1 Kings chapter 18, we find God doing amazing things through Elijah, Elijah, even to the point of him being able to outrun Ahab's chariot. A short time later, however, the prophet found himself fearing for his life, struggling to understand the plan of God and seeking shelter in the wilderness. He struggled to see the reason for the challenges he was facing. We can feel the same way at times. The season suddenly changes and we can't seem to find our bearing. For Elijah, the answer came as he experienced God's presence, not in the wind, not in the earthquake or the fire, but in the gentle whisper. Appearing in the chaos, it reminds us of the Holy Spirit being alive in us. God invites us to wrap ourselves in his presence and trust in his purposes. My testimony is to encourage someone and to let you know that our God is a good, good father. His promises are yea and amen, and that he is a covenant-keeping God. Hold fast unto him, and he will always be there. We belong to a great church family and want every one of us to partake in the very blessings God has given us. I would like to take this opportunity to thank God for how far he's brought us as a family. Through all the changing seasons of life, he's kept us. In our faithless hour, he's always been there. There are times that I could not sleep, the thoughts, the cries, the anxiety, but God has been faithful. Reverend and LP Elaine, thank you for always being there, both physically and spiritually, and to all our pastors and church family. We are grateful for all of your prayers and support. Please keep at it. We sure do need them. God richly bless you. We truly are a family and really appreciate each and every one of you. From the depth of my heart, thank you. And my prayer is that God's blessings and peace will be on every side. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. You know, Auntie Jessie is also my mom. Amen. She's, she's our mom. And so want to encourage all of us to keep on praying for her and I believe that God will lift her up from the sick bed. Amen. I want to see her again so that when I'm preaching I can trouble her. Amen. All of you know that she's somebody that I can trouble a lot. I love her. Amen. Alright. So we want to welcome our auntie 
Auntie Dockers Boache to give us her testimony. I didn't eat. Uh, <laughs> I didn't eat salad, so I want to speak my my language to everybody. <laughs> I'm going to interpret. Uh, it is true that Pastor David has came to this church. It's been about two years now. When I was coming, my, my son was sick in Holland. And Okay, so his tongue was enlarged, his kidneys were damaged, and her, his legs and everything. So they, they said that it was uh, not a good case. So you should go and take him and take him home Sir. for him to go and die. He said he, she, she believed said, that she had faith in God. So, the church of Pentecost, they were helping her, praying for her. So when I came, I also depended on lighthouse. When we were in the Bronx Church, I used to join the, um, the children's service on the fifth floor, and every time I was worshiping and praying. So I was praying, and another uncle saw me, so that my eyes were red. So he asked, what is wrong with me? Said, I'm, I'm, she said, oh, oh, I'm okay, but I want to see reverence so that reverence will pray for me. So reverend told another uncle to bring her so that he will pray for her. Reverend gave me a seat to sit on when I got to him. Reverend, sorry, 
said the reverend got up, knelt down, and then before her, he prayed for her. For me. Now, someone will catch her and say, Mommy, did you do it? I said, I'm sorry. No, I'm the reverend told her that believe in God, your, your son will rise up and everything will be okay. My son was in a nursing home over there in Holland and he had nobody to take care of him for five years. And reverend said, I was So I said that, Lord, I believe in you and that God, you have said in your word in Ezekiel 37. Amen. So God told Ezekiel to look at the, the bones, the dry bones, and that the dry bones will live again. I'm, I'm taking hold of what Reverend has said because you are using Reverend to speak to me. And so I believe that my son will rise up again. About three weeks ago, my phone rang. I picked it up. Hello, auntie. Hello, auntie. Chris, who is speaking? I know. But the English has come. The English has come. She said. She said, it's me. I said, who? Wow. So her son called called her, her son called her, and she couldn't first, you know, identify the voice. But later, the, the son said, this is your son. So she started, you know, rejoicing. The children were asking. He was praising the Lord. That the Lord has power. God is great. My son has been able to call me three times. Ah. Reverend, thank you. Your word has power. Your word has salvation. Your word has healing. Amen. God bless you. Amen. So she is full of appreciation for God using Reverend. Amen. To speak into her life, to speak healing into her life so that her son is able to rise up from the, from, from the sick bed. Amen. And so, you see, some of these things let you appreciate the servant of God that we have. Amen. Just as, 
God says that, Paul said that, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. And as long as our reverend is following Christ, you can see the testimonies and the things that are coming up. Amen. So we thank God. Reverend, we thank you. Thank you for devoting yourself. I also want to say a small testimony. Amen. My testimony is that do you want, you want to hear my testimony? Your yes inside the suit you. But I'll still tell you. Amen. All right, it's a very short one. God delivered me from death. Amen. Well, um, I entered into a contract with my company. And I wanted to buy a truck, you know, 18-wheeler truck. Right? And then we entered into the agreement. They were supposed to give me the truck. The truck was going to cost $60,000. And I made a down payment, everything. Then when I went for the truck from South Carolina, then I realized that the truck was defective. You know, so they had sold something that they didn't want to me. It's a 419. You know, but I already signed the agreement and everything. So when I came and then I was working with the truck, then some kind of damages and things were happening. So I called my company and said, look, this your truck is, is defective. Then they were, you know, like, they were giving me a hard time. Because you, these people, once they get your money, they don't want to give it back to you. So I prayed. I said, Lord, deliver me. Because this one, I mean, if I do so... As I, I, I went to the office, talked to them, the, the manager was, the regional manager was becoming very difficult. So he said he can't do anything about it, but he will see what he will do. So I just, just as I stepped out, I was going to my car and I was praying in tongues. Then I received a call. Then the call was from the financing company. The company that financed the, the deal. And they, were, they wanted a certain correction on, on my, for my, I mean, like, concern my information, the address and stuff like that. So, if we don't get the correct address, then we cannot send the check to the company that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, so you haven't sent the check? I said, no, we haven't sent the check. We need that correct information. I said, please, I love you so much. Please, if you love me back. Don't send the check. The guy said, really? I said, yeah, don't. the company has sold a defective uh, 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 product to me. And they want to call me. They want to get my, so he said, really? The guy said, okay, I won't send the check until you tell us to send the check. The long and short of it is that yesterday I received a FedEx telling me that the contract has been canceled. <laughs> wow, it's, 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 it's wonderful. God delivered me $60,000. Hey, at this time, that man is paying college tuition. They are coming to take my $60,000. It's not going to happen. Let's welcome Shibon to give. What a good father. I say, what a good father. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, 
and forget not all his benefits. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things? Find that verse, that psalm for me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Bless the Lord, all my soul. Forget all who satisfied our mouth with him with good things. Some one, yeah, one or three, yeah. yeah. It says, "Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not. God has been good. I say, God has been good." We are almost three, two weeks to the end of the year. And I tell you, God has been good. Amen. Amen. You know, you don't know what it means for a child to be sick in a foreign country, bedridden for five years, nobody there to care. But thank God that he sent forth his word. I say he sent forth his word. Amen. He sent forth his word. He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Next verse. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? And who healeth all thy disease? He forgives you of your sin and heals your diseases. On this Thanksgiving Day, we thank God for such a testimony. And I stand here as your prophet. If you have any, if you have any relative sick, you have somebody, anybody who is sick, you are believe, stand up and I'll pray for you. You have a relative who is sick. He sent forth his word. 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 You have a relative who is sick, stand up and he sent forth his word. I remember that day. The same God, he sent forth his word. Father, we thank you for this Thanksgiving service. We thank you that the Bible says you sent forth your word and you, and you heal our diseases. Who forgive us of our iniquities and he let us of all our disease. Father, as you have done it for one sister, you will do it for another person. And Father, as we today, I go down on my knees again. And Father, I lift these people before you. We bring our dear ones and our loved ones into your hands. Father, whatever the affliction may be, we pray that the balm of Gilead will touch them. The balm of Gilead will touch them. The balm of Gilead will touch them. Father, the Bible said and a certain man went from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell by the wayside and he was attacked but a good Samaritan picked him up and he poured in the oil and the wine. Father, whatever is afflicting our dear ones, may you pour in the oil and the wine. We thank you for healing. May they arise from their sick bed 
a year from now, may we also have a testimony to share. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. It's who you are. He said, who forgiveth thee all thy diseases? And he let all, uh, 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 and here that the next verse says what? Who redeemed thy life from destruction? Your life will not be destroyed. Amen. I say your life will not be destroyed. Amen. Who redeemed thy life from destruction? Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Hallelujah. Amen. Who satisfied? He satisfies what? With what? Good I say he said with what? Good he says your mouth with what? Good and the effect. You see, this is where a lot of us don't look at the best well. The reason why your mouth is, or the effect, you see, the effect. When your mouth is satisfied with good things, the effect is that your youth is renewed like the eagle. didn't get a connection. When your mouth is satisfied with good things, it leads to the renewal of your youth. It means that the blessing of God makes you look younger. Hallelujah. It means that God is going to, you see, your youth is, you see, renewed you with a certain energy. A certain vigor. You no longer live in despair. Amen. Waiting to check out of this earth. But you are not about to check out. Tell anybody, I'm not checking out now. Checking out. Say, I'm getting younger and younger and younger and younger and younger. <laughs> I said, tell anybody, I am not checking, out now. not checking out now. I'm getting younger and younger and younger. This scripture means that this scripture means that your life can be renewed. Just like when you have a driver's license, they give you a license or a passport. They give you a passport for 10 years. It means that at the end of 10 years, it's about to expire. So you go back to the embassy and it's renewed again. And they give you another 10 years. It means that whatever, even though sometimes you, it looks like your life is expiring. God is going to bless you and your life will be renewed again. I say your life will be renewed again. I say your life will be renewed again. Who's satisfied? Your youth is renewed. He satisfies thy mouth with good things. There's another meaning to it. It also means that how well or how good you look depends on what you eat. Good things. Good things. Good things in your mouth, renewal of youth. Good things in your mouth, renewal of your youth. Bad things in your mouth, expiring of your youth. <laughs> you have not thought about it. But I tell you, God is going to satisfy you with the good things. Look, when your mouth is satisfied with good things, it means you eat what you want to eat. Not what you are forced to eat. It means good things, good things, good words, good blessings, good... It will come to your mouth and your youth will be renewed. That is why I declare that 
you are not about to check out. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm not checking out now at all. I am going for renewal. Say, I'm going for renewal. Say, I'm going for renewal. It's who you are. I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. He's a good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. Show me the picture. I just, we are closing. That, the, the service was a testimony, so we are closing. But I have a picture to show you. Wow. Have you seen this picture? Can you see the picture clearly? Is it a nice picture? Is it a nice picture? this morning. I took it. No, this morning. Just this morning, I took it. I just took it a few minutes, I mean, just a few hours ago. I took it this morning. Is it beautiful? Is it nice? Hey, Reverend, why did you take the picture? It was just nice, so I took it. I saw the two of them sitting I said, this is a nice picture. Then I took it. Why did I take the picture? Why did I take this picture? Okay. It's a vision. I was talking to you about the benefits of being in the church. That's why I took this picture. I was talking to you about the benefits of being in the church. That is why I took this picture. Hallelujah. And I remember saying a whole lot of things. And I concluded enjoying life. But one of the great benefits of being in the church, for which reason I took this nice picture, is in Psalm 84. Psalm 84. We're having a good church, I tell you. Psalm 84. Hmm. That is why I took this picture. Psalm 84 says, I'm reading. Okay, yes, put the psalm, but you can bring by the picture. It says, How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord. What is the church? How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord. My soul longed, yea, even fainted for the cause of thy Lord. He's talking about the church. Okay? How amiable is nice, 
pleasant. How pleasant, how nice is your court or the church? My soul, my soul longed, yea, even fainted for the court of God. My heart and my flesh cried out for the living God. Yea! This, this is the reason for my picture. It says, yea, the sparrow, this is the reason for my picture. Yea, the sparrow had found a house and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. Even thine altars. Oh Lord. It says, the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. The swallow has found a place where she may lay her young. Even at thy altars. So bring my picture. You know, one of the benefits of belonging to a church, you see, a bed, a bed is very careful. You see, when, when bed, bed lay eggs, they go around, they go around, they, go around, they, find, they look for a secure place. That is why, and then they, they make, build a little nest. And then they lay their eggs. That is, and, and if you notice, even when they fly and they come back and somebody has tampered with the nest, they take the eggs away. They move the eggs away. Because they need that peace and security so that they can lay their nest in peace. They can lay their eggs in peace. And David said, how amiable, how nice is thy court. I love to be there. Because there, the, the, the sparrow has found a place to lay her nest. One of the benefits of belonging to a child, it gives you an environment to raise your children. The sparrow has found a place to lay their nest. That's the reason for my picture. Because you have no idea what is out there. You have no idea the dangers that are out there. But the fact that you even find a spiritual environment where you can bring your children Sunday after Sunday. Yeah. You are like a sparrow. It's fun in this. You don't know what is out there in the school system. The friends. The distraction. So one of the great benefits of belonging to a church is that it gives you a safe environment to raise your children. Amen. The sparrow has found a place to lay her young. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Look. A lot of don't go here, don't do this, don't do that. It doesn't work. You yourself, you are a witness. <laughs> I say you yourself, you are a witness. Don't go here. Don't do this. Don't call this person. It did not work. You, you yourself, you are a witness. 
what changed you was the word of God. What changed you was the church. So it is what that's what saying. The, the Bible describes the church as a place where the sparrow finds to lay her young. A lot of things don't work with children are bringing. Except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build, you build in vain. So those of us parents who are not bringing our children to church, we, you know, you, know, you, you are living a safe environment. When I saw them, I said, this is, we have found a place to lay our young so that they will be safe. Even the spirits. Even the spirits. Look, and they are spirits with children. The Bible says that when Elizabeth met Mary and as she spoke, the baby in her womb leaped. What do you think made the baby leap? Hallelujah. Yeah. That's spirits. And sometimes, sometimes, that stubborn behavior in a child, you see, that stubborn behavior in a child, it's not, it's not, it's not because the child has a temperament. It's not, it's not a temperamental thing. Don't be deceived. Sometimes stubbornness is not temperamental. Stubbornness is a spirit. The child will rip. Sometimes it's a spirit. It's not because the child is is moody, stubborn. It's not stubborn. It's it's a spirit. See, that that tendency for the child to always disobey. That is why the church gives a place for the sparrow to lay their young. So some, that's why it's a short sermon. Stubbornness. The child, the child disobeys every instruction. Pass here, I'll go here. Ephesians says, who walked not, uh, uh, in, in the world of according to the spirit of disobedience. No, according to the uh, Ephesians, according to the, 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 the spirit of the prince of the power, that work it. If I find that verse for me. According to, it says, according to the spirit, that worketh. You know, yeah. Uh-huh, this is it. So it's not every, it's not every stubbornness or disobedience that you can do. Time out and whipping does not change it. Because what you are dealing with is a spirit. Wherein in time past, ye walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit, not the mood, not the temperament, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So the disobedience is a spirit. A spirit is working in a child. That's why the child disobeys everything. The reason why the child fights everything because a certain spirit is working in him or her. So what the child needs is prayer, not timeouts. 
to drive the spirit. That is why you need to a place where the sparrow has found a place to how amiable, how nice, how pleasant is the house of God because over there a sparrow finds a place to lay its young. That's it. Hallelujah. You have no idea the benefits of the church that it has concerning your children. Yeah. You have no idea. You have no idea how beneficial the church is. That is why nobody should attempt to destroy the church. Don't. Because it has great benefits for the young ones. Hallelujah. How amiable are thy courts? This verse says, it says, the spirit that now worketh in the children of... So, so, so this... Oh, the child, everything, I won't sit, go here, I won't go. They're they, they fighting you all the time. What you must realize is that a spirit is at work. So you need prayer. Hallelujah. And it's, it, you see, but it's, it, I showed you this picture because, you see, it's, it's young. Whilst they are young, they are in the right environment. And I tell you, the right spirit enters them. And the spirit of stubbornness disappears. Yeah. For the sparrow has found a place to lay its young. May our children be safe. May our children be protected. May no spirit of stubbornness thrive in our children. In the name of Jesus. Stand up to your feet. I'm done. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Father, we thank you that you are a good father. You gave us a church. Today we are thanking you for our church because you gave us a church, a sanctuary, a house where our young ones will find peace, where our young ones will be raised in a godly environment, where our young ones will be delivered from destruction. And on this Thanksgiving Sunday, I thank you for all the children in this church that you have given them a shelter, a place where they can grow up in a godly environment. I thank you for the little ones in this church that you have provided a sanctuary where they will be delivered from the destructions out there. And Father, a place 
where their full potential and graces will be developed. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please, with every head bowed, let's make an altar call. If you are here this afternoon, you are not born again. Look, the only reason why God sent his son was that you and I should be saved. You know, and it's important to give your life to Christ, young or old. The most important reason for salvation, uh, for the church. Hallelujah. So, before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity. I will always make an altar call, because you may never know. So, with every eye closed and every head bowed, and no movement around, you want to give your life to Christ. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. I beseech you by the message of God, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. All, all that it means to be born again is that you don't want to go to hell when you die. You want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You see, and, and, and it's not something you can assume. Make no assumptions. Either you are or you are not. There are no assumptions. So either you are born again or not. So please, if you are not saved, lift up your hand. It's, it's, it's not an assumption. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Father, we thank you for this church. Thank you that nobody here will perish and go to hell. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You want to bring your... We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.